Namaste and a very good evening and welcome to the Friday at 9 with Pranami Bhagavati and like usual we are here again with another scintillating and beautiful graceful artist with us and before we move on uh, I would like to request all my viewers to visit our website and our Facebook link to um, join in the live chat show in the Facebook page that's going on and tonight we have the very beautiful and graceful Divya Goswami. She is a terrific Kathak dancer of the Lucknow Gharana and she is basically from Chandigarh. And Divya is a very well-known face uh, in the um, field of Kathak. And she has been doing very well in her area, both nationally and internationally. Oh, so thank you. I, I forward the screen to Divya. Divya, welcome to Friday at 9 with Pranami Bhagavati of the Amrapali magazine. Thank you so much, Pranami and uh, Amrapali also. We, I've been seeing your work. We've known each other for many years now. And it's wonderful to be here and just have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Divya, it's uh, like amazing to know about you, how you have started your dance journey you know, from your yeah. childhood. And you have been so inculcated with the core of the tradition, Indian tradition. And yes. then, you know, taking away uh, ahead with your dance form at the various stages across the country and also worldwide. So um, you actually, you don't need any uh, introduction for yourself. You have been, you know, uh, you have uh, been honored with the Ustad Bismillah Khan Viva Puraskar from the Sankit Nadak Academy, which is very prestigious. And um, tell, tell more about your uh, dance journey from your childhood for the people who are not from this field. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, just like, um, I mean, you're from the eastern part of our country and culture is yeah. so rich over there. Every child goes to some or the other, you know, arts class. So it started exactly like that uh, for me. And uh, my mother and grandmother had always decided that they want me to learn a classical dance form. So uh, they chose Kathak also because it's fairly popular in North India. And uh, they come from an uh, art lover family, so they had seen uh, Hindustani classical music and Kathak much more than any other form. So it was a very obvious choice in my family to send me for a Kathak class. And um, it actually started because my mother was studying and I needed to be kept somewhere for extra hours. And the dance class used to be the one place that, you know, I was very quiet and it was it was such a joy, you know, as a child, you see young girls all decked up and in class and dancing and moving, you know, it's so fascinating. Uh -huh. So I, that's how I started going to dance class and I would be there for two, three hours, even as a five, six year old child. So, so that, that is how it started. But, but my first teacher was in Jammu and I started learning in the Banaras Gharana tradition. And uh, I remember my father being in the army was posted in Jammu and, um, you know, my mother and uh, my father made sure that I learn Kathak and they would travel um, almost uh, 10, 18 kilometers, you know, back in 80s. I'm not talking of today's generation where commute is much easier that time. Everything was a challenge. So and we were living on the outskirts of Jammu. We were not even in the city. So it was very challenging. So thanks to my mother and my father, you know, I actually seriously began to learn 
and thanks to my first teacher she uh, gave me the opportunity to be able to perform a small solo for the first time in my life and i was just 8 years old at that time but yeah so i don't know what she saw what what happened i i was very uh, i was her only student and uh, so maybe you know that one on one interaction jisko hum kehte hain that the real learning and you know guidance from your guru focused attention maybe like to uh, you know within 2 years i was on the stage and uh, she always used to say that you've learned of 5 years and 2 years from me so <laughs> i don't know how it happened but it did but a guru you know who yeah. sees something deep within you yes. they know what yes. what they have, they have seen you know yeah although but accidental you know your journey started accidentally i accidentally so you know yeah. but it, it really took you to a really higher level like because yeah. of your dedication because of your guru support your parents support it really took yeah. a very nice turn in your life i i have truly been very very fortunate you know uh, being an artist i'm sure you also hear from your students and you know yes. colleagues all around that people don't get support from uh, their family uh, yes. being an artist because we all know it's a very very challenging profession so uh, i i am very fortunate and i really thank existence that i have family which you know does everything so that this is the focus and their life revolves around my dance and they enjoy it as much as i enjoy it that's the best part that they love it as much as i love it so that that's the beauty and uh, actually my first guru i met in pune because uh, i moved to pune to further my education and uh, i always wanted to learn and you know every two years if you're shifting you can't find a teacher it's not possible and then there is a problem of one gharana second gharana you know how much ever we say the basics remain same but Five yeah. Same gharana also. It really True. difficult to take over. Very, very. Even in Lucknow gharana, if you learn from five different people, you will see a difference. So yes. imagine if the gharana was not the same. But uh, that's how I met uh, Yogini Didi, my first uh, guru, Yogini Gandhi, and um, I was just um, completely uh, dazzled by her, her eloquence, her beauty. her uh, power to conduct herself and you know um, there is a certain empowering which the art gives you and you transform on stage literally so i used to see that every time uh, she was on stage and uh, as uh, chance would have it uh, we both uh, belonged to the same uh, spiritual guru and that's what led me uh, towards her even more and um, i still remember the first day i went to meet her with my mother and grandmother she asked me to sit outside after she saw me dancing for 10 15 minutes and uh, then she uh, told my mother and my grandmother that uh, i'm ready to teach her there's no problem but you have to leave her with me for 7 to 9 8 years you know don't 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 take her back from me because you know she knew that in a defense background there could be a challenge of me moving and she said i want to train her i want to guide her and like you said you know that guidance of a guru when the guru sees something and wants to nurture it so i had the privilege of having that kind of a guru and when after i i was with her for a very long time 15 16 years so i performed with her i did my solos under her i mean everything that you can imagine happened with her for the the first of everything happened with yogini didi 
and uh, then i moved to delhi after a few years because i realized you know this is where the heart of kathak is and like you know we you and me were talking abhi ki lucknow gharana is the same but when you come to delhi you see a completely different arrangement of the same gharana and uh, that is what i enjoyed uh, seeing and uh, later i was just blessed that uh, munna guruji accepted me as his disciple and uh, i cannot say anything about him because whatever i say will fall short he is he is an ocean that's all i can say and i'm blessed that he has accepted me that's all i can say so this is my brief journey along with my gurus and a lot of other influences especially um gs chani ji who um left us recently because of covid and uh, my my manasik guru my mother shrimati kamalini dat and without both of them i am actually nothing kamalini amma is like a light i always say that one word for her so in addition to having such wonderful gurus i also have a guru who i can you know very um very happily call my mother so you can imagine that relation you know that that beauty so yes. this is my uh, journey and i'm still yes. continuing on it yes and uh, like um, i just want to ask you like because you and myself we are of the contemporary we are the same time you know mm. almost yes i just want to ask you like during our time the entire dance teaching and dance learning experience and the ambience is very much different from today's time okay so how much you agree and how much you don't like whatever is happening at today's point of time so firstly i completely agree with you that uh, the way we have learned uh, i cannot teach my students like that they will run away if i start teaching them the way you know i have learned uh, we um, both my gurus yogini didi and munna guruji are uh, known to be disciplinarians Yes. very very time conscious very diligent also yes and very over organized so you know these things were drilled into us and one tiny mistake was not allowed but i i think that is what has made me also today so in addition to the rigor of dance the physical rigor of dance that they would insist you know yogini didi would insist that you come and dance for 4 hours in the morning then we will do something in the evening so if the morning riyas has not happened nothing else is happening in the evening you continue then so you know these kind of rigors i i cannot expect from my students anymore unless i feel it comes from within and for that as a teacher of today we just have to be very patient and if we if we ignite it currently uh, correctly sorry if we ignite it correctly i'm sure we can see it and slowly push the child but we cannot uh, be forceful we cannot have such a structure which is same for every child like in my class um, we i didn't have too many students and with munna guruji i used to dance alone so but i have been a part of yogini didi's uh, troupe and we have performed uh, extensively so you know the group uh, teaching has also taken place so it was set for everybody it was a pattern everybody will do this and then this and this is a routine that you have to follow in your day it is a routine in your dance life in your career but i cannot do that as a teacher anymore 
and uh, more than that i also see a lot of um, you know students who join me today who've learned for 5 years 6 years and they can't even do tatkar on their own so i also question the teachers who are teaching of today and you know they might say that they're teaching kathak or bharatanatyam or kuchipudi whatever it's not just happening in kathak it's happening in every field and i see you know sometimes students come to me and they say didi we've learned for 3 years can we dance for you i said of course dance and they'll put on a bollywood song and they'll start dancing to it and i'm like this is what you did in 3 years and then they've also passed exams so i really don't uh, understand this particular um, setup i i don't i mean you learn the tradition and then you do what you want to do with it it's free for interpretation i i will not be a judge of that at all but first learn but then as a student you know they are going with their uh, emotion no they're going with their honesty that i am going to my kathak teacher to learn so now it's my responsibility as my as a teacher to give them the correct thing also yeah, so it's a program of that particular yes and i you know very a uh, funny story i am remembering uh, suddenly when talking to you that um, uh, munna guruji you know we would often have a long conversation he has a method of teaching through his stories so you know talking is a part of learning with him and he always says that uh, you know i am having a such a tough time if i teach you the way i learned from my chacha and my mama and uh, you know you will run away from here you you can't even do, he used to tell me this and his other students who were learning at that time just me in general our generation and the generation you know 5 7 years younger to us and then i would tell him guruji if i do the same thing to my students so i think every generation feels this every generation feels it because yes. it's such a changing evolving society yes yeah we all feel it because you know with the phone or whatever we are so preoccupied with the thing so that is why we are very um, like after this what we, we don't have that much of patience for the long term of learning and devotion also so mm. very true that with the time the processes also changes but uh, you know but ultimately the students product also changes students yes. being a product or performer or being a teacher later on also keeps mm. on changing which is yes. not so healthy mm. no not not healthy at all and this discussion has been going on uh, for the past uh, decade now that you know how do you start teaching you know what is the set criteria that you know you can start teaching an art now there is no set criteria for it you know even um, i mean somebody who's not even passed out of kathakendra if they are teaching not even passed out yeah just an example and if somebody has learned with me for 3 years and suppose tomorrow goes and starts teaching kathak i have no control over it because there is no standard set that you know you need to do this 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 to be able to teach but you know pranami i also feel that advantage of this is that kathak is reaching more number of people it's just now that we have to be honest as teachers to give the student the correct thing so that the output which is also good but with more artists and more people learning more people teaching it's reaching more and more and more uh, people in our society and you know we call ourselves a very cultured uh, society we call ourselves very evolved culturally so then 
when you ask people kathak and then they say oh kathak equals kathakali then how does that fit together in india i don't understand but at least with more number of teachers present people are becoming aware now we just have to be responsible as artists that's all i can say and you know being a, a young kathak exponent you know because in your field you have done a quite a bit of um, productions and teaching techniques performing and even uh, doing lecture demonstrations so um, being an alumni of any of the institute of your guru now you're all set free to move mm-hmm. ahead and conquer the world okay and you have received also the ustad bismillah khan award puraskar from the prestigious sangeet natak academy new delhi So, being over there at that particular stage, how you feel, and what do you think to give back to the new generation? What do I think to? How you feel it after getting to that position, and what do you think to give to the world ahead? Okay. Um, so, uh, what I feel is um, very overwhelmed, and um, also uh, more conscious, more. deliberate with my art and uh, what i think about it and how i converse with it so just like you said that uh, you know once you branch out of uh, being under your guru's institution you start actually understanding what you are as an artist you know just uh, just like if you were doing a diploma and a post diploma in, in kathak kendra even if you are a gold medalist your true journey begins when you leave that and you start discovering yourself so even though i have not taken a formal time many elements yeah. will come to you you know yes. they will they would like you to take for granted they will ask you to do some kind of favor or maybe without any remuneration or whatever because being an artist when you are into the profession you also have to look up after the income that you earn because now you're into the profession yes. you have to think ahead so mm-hmm. different course of events comes to you in various ways so that's mm-hmm. how the question came to our mind so how you deal with all these things and maybe uh, at some point were you rigid that no this has to be done or maybe in some point you were you flexible that if i don't do this maybe i will lose some another some options like how, how you dealt with it see it's a continuous process you know uh, especially now uh, with the digital platform you know and the performances happening digitally uh there is no remuneration for the artists we are just called and we are asked and you know as artists currently we are you know artists for expressing so if i don't have that audience to express to so as an artist i am also feeling incomplete so currently i might be doing it because i really have something to share with people so i am using a platform to express it and if i am not getting remunerated i feel it's okay at least i'm doing something but i completely agree with you it should not be allowed it should not be allowed because um, you know i always say this and everybody feels it as an artist that uh, you know for a 1 hour of performance on the stage at least 100 hours go back in riyas so i'm i'm not asking you to remunerate me for those 100 hours because it's also my love i'm not asking that but i also feel that as an artist would you be able to call a corporate uh, personnel and ask him to speak in your forum for an hour free of charge you can't can can you ask an investment banker to come to the bank and work free of cost for one day can you you can't so if if all these you know rules are set 
then why is it that in the arts field we we don't care about uh, the financial aspects of the artist that's what in many of the areas i often talk to people and sometimes it's just like so much of debate like if you mm. think you can't work a day without your salary Mm. Don't expect ourselves to perform without a remuneration. It's the same thing because that's the way how mm. we earn, and that's a profession. Yes, and see, you know, I understand. If I'm going to a temple for seva, then the the feeling is completely different. Completely yeah, different. The concept is totally different. You know, because yes. we're going there for a uh, dedicated yes. purpose, and there is yes. no point of such things. Yeah, if if I'm going to you know um, connect with with a school or with a you know underprivileged children or something like that. you know so i have to know where i can cut back so that i can give to the society also like you asked me what how do you give back i can only give back if i get something from somewhere else right yeah. so that getting something from somewhere else in the field of arts is really very very limited and unfortunately the popular arts and the popular artists both and by popular arts i really mean you know um people from the movie industry or you know popular actors theater actors or uh, popular musicians um if you want to uh, invite them on stage you're willing to pay 5 lakhs 10 lakhs but but you can't even pay a classical artist 1/10th of that yeah, yeah. so it just amazes me that uh, how we uh, you know we boast to be culturally rich and then we don't support the people who are actually involved in the process of propagating it Yeah, it really amazes me. <laughs> And you know, like um, at some point of time, uh, you will meet some people or some organizations, you know, um, who are having different um, levels of artist, okay, or maybe different yes. genres of artist. And each mm -hmm. artist definitely they have their own set of you know uh, marked uh, payments that this much you will have to pay, but. Uh, most of the time we often see that they take the classical artist for granted because um they think that maybe the pe the people won't get that much of attraction out of the performance you know because uh, or maybe they're doing it only because for the concept that they have to promote the culture so out of everything maybe that is the reason why they are doing but out for an event when there are different kinds of five or six different artists from different genres and performing maybe one is a rock live show or maybe one another another one is some a folk dancer or whatever but they always cut short into the classical dance field uh but pranami i uh, i also feel it is uh, not just true for dance it's also true in music in it's music, also right? true in art artisans weavers yeah. painters it's true for all uh, these arts in india it's not just exclusive to uh, indian classical dance uh and uh, you know we can only count our blessings that there are a few organizations both government and privately owned who don't take artists for granted and you know when someone like that asks me to do something for them i will not even think twice because i know they are the ones who will care for the art and artist but um i uh, also feel that you know uh, this is one aspect that they don't pay and they take uh, dancers for granted but i have also had the uh, same throughout this time is that because out here we have got a huge theater shows live drama theater shows oh yeah they they travel places to places for 7 to 8 months they travel and they are ticketed shows so okay. out here people are very reluctant to pay to visit for a classical performance 
true. Uh, it's very, you will see it most of the time in Delhi, Bombay, Bangalore, people will buy tickets for a classical event. No, no, not at all in Delhi. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I, mean, I really want people to start a renaissance out of it that you know if you can pay for a movie show if you can pay for a theater exactly if you can pay for a contemporary type of a dance movement why not just a hundred rupees for indian classical dance and music show and see actually classical dance and music is not just entertainment you know movie is entertainment yeah. that is meant for my entertainment this is meant to take you somewhere else it is meant to connect you to the traditions. It is meant to connect you with your own self. These are all spiritual art forms. They are not uh, just a random means of, you know, movement. There, there is a certain coding. There is a certain beauty in it, which you take back with you. It's not like a movie, you know, you saw it with popcorn and it didn't matter. It's not like that. Yeah. So yes, audience uh, should pay. But I also feel that then at this point, you know, artists are also not united on the, this particular aspect. Yes, yes. So then we have a problem within the artist community also. Yes, if we can't move together to, you know, take steps towards our own betterment, then how can we expect outsiders to change for us? And you know, we any of the organization, if they are collaborating, putting an event, you know, it could be collaboration with the government, it would be in collaboration with some another NGO or some institute, whatever. Yes. Even then also, you can have a ticket at show, but people are reluctant to win because they don't want to miss those spectators. People think that yes. in this way, if we are getting support and we are at least hosting the event, at least we don't want to lose the spectators. And that is why the reason why they don't put that ticket at show. But I feel slowly in some point of time, you know, um, mixing, matching, twisting turns, you know, we must try doing this ticketed events. No, we must try and and yes. see, even if our generation is united in this particular, uh, you know, thought process mm -hmm. of creating income for our own selves and, you know, change cannot happen in one day. It will take many years for us to be aware firstly as artists and then to make our audiences aware that why are they, you know, needing to shell out a certain something. Why? So much of free things will also mm. make the thing invaluable. You know, it could be a very small amount. It could be just 50 rupees or maybe just 75 rupees per scene. It could be started in that way. But people must start feeling that, it yes, it has a value. Maybe it is a value lower or maybe not too much of ticketed, not too high ticket. Maybe 50 rupees, 75 rupees, we can start doing this. You know, a lot of people have started, uh, tried to start this, but unfortunately, it's only been unsuccessful because of the one single reason that I just mentioned, which is that not every artist does it, not every organization does it. It's not there in every city. So there is no uniformity. There is no unition between the arts and the artists for us to say, okay, this is going to be our set process. There is nothing. So they say, okay, fine. Uh, you know, in, for example, in Delhi, there are at least 10 shows happening on every single day. You know, before COVID, there was so much to choose from. Okay, if you know, uh, Divya has a ticketed show of 200 rupees, let me go and watch XYZ who is free of cost. That is also Kathak. How does it matter? So, you know, the audience will not understand why we are taking this particular decision. And for that, I feel that we all must come uh, together. And secondly, the other problem that I also feel that there are no norms for payment. What is the norm for payment? Yes. You know, maybe a Sangeet Natak Academy or a Kathak Kendra or a Spik Makay has a norm for payment. But 
what about the others so you know you often get calls from people and they say oh you know but that person is doing a live concert in 25000 rupees that person is doing a concert in 5000 rupees and i'm like how are they doing it with five musicians for 5000 rupees i have no idea i really don't have any idea so all these are problems of um, i feel artists just needing to sit together so and come to the time that you have come across maybe they're performing for just 5 6000 that means throughout their career they have been compromising because they're not getting exactly exactly the what they're doing it yes so many I, I viewers just... have said that my audio is not clear am i audible now uh if yes just let me know in the comments we have got some comments out here divya i'll just sure, sure. play it mr vikram goswami he oh that's my father <laughs> he says no, 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 frank, frank, frank discussions are always a pleasure to listen and carry lessons <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you yeah yeah uh, please, please say uh, go ahead uh, divya no i was just saying that you know really uh we we need to think about alternatives for our own sustenance so that yeah. we can you know uh, do what we love without any stress and pressure that is also important now how how are you expected to be creative if you are not able to meet your ends yeah. how how am i able to, going to be able to bring up a production on you know some philosophy of yeah. a grain yeah. train in india yeah. if i don't know where my bread and butter is going to come for the whole week I in can't. That way, in that way, yeah. you can't have, you can't um, develop a professional artist. They will you can't for another profession, and out of passion, if they can't live without, only then they're going to come in the evening time, and they're going to just carry ahead as a part-time thing. And full-time artists, you cannot generate if they cannot have an earning. Yes. Because at yeah. the end of everything, maybe passion, maybe hobby, maybe love for art, whatever, we have to pay our bills. That's what comes yes. at the end. that's what and you know i remember a very uh, senior group of artists once were having a discussion on the same topic in uh, delhi and i was fortunate to be uh, listening uh, to them and they said that you know what we all know that this is going to be a crisis uh, for your life and uh, so what you should do is that at least for 15 years take up a job in an area that you love other than art and that should be your support and then you make your uh, you know principal amount in your account and then and then you start dancing full fledged so you know firstly in india to be able to dance i mean honestly speaking you begin to mature after your 30 as an artist you begin to blossom over there so you know by the time i quit my job and i actually come to becoming a main artist i'm already yeah you are already over age and, and you might not look good on the stage at that age <laughs> exactly and you know by then your responsibilities also in your personal life change you you cannot uh, take away the personal uh, from uh, the profession and what you think about your art all of it is in the end together so i feel these are just means uh, which are not permanent secondly somebody might not be interested to just do that no why are we forcing artists to do two things again i always uh, go back to this particular thing do we ask a teacher to teach and to do something else by the side to earn her living no we don't do do we ask a government bureaucrat to do something other than you know his office work to sustain himself because that is not enough we don't so why why as artists only we are accepting it for us this is my problem that why as artists are we accepting this particular rule because we know why can't we slowly 
steadily together build a better environment for ourselves to sustain for longer yes. you know we want to be in this field till we can and yes. sorry to say not every every artist is birju maharaj ji you know we not yes. we know our limitations as yes. as artists and every artist individual has got their own individualism yes so you actually what i feel being an artist that you don't have to imitate anyone you don't have to actually follow also anyone when you gear up with all your this uh, lessons that you have taken for over a decade now it's your time to establish your individualism yes and and in that process you have to keep folding and molding the techniques of earning through your art but without compromising yes. without compromising Yes, and, yes. and if you, again, if you earn money in a very good stature, only then you can inspire ten other artists. Exactly, you, artists, you know, to go ahead. Exactly. How how can I inspire other people if I am only living, you know, hand to mouth? Hmm. I, I can't because people will see that okay, this is this is good. Like I say always, I'm just fortunate that I don't really need to think that way. But I know hmm. that if I have to survive in a life. till a certain age i have to think about all these things but it is a reality and we have to face it and i also know of many many senior great artists who have not been very comfortable uh, financially in their life so i really feel then what if they have not been able to cope up then how as uh, you know a young uh, artist as me how am i going to sustain myself or worse still is you know that the male pressure in india that a man has to be earning that that stigma which is there so what about all the male artists why do we forget that we should not forget it because that stigma is there i don't believe in it you don't believe in it we feel everybody should be financially independent and it's required but that pressure is also there no definitely yeah and that is also a reality so we just have to do better as artists for our own selves and uh, being an ambassador artist of the iccr and the greatest artist of doordarshan you know and um, after that you have uh, from the national level you have done quite a bit at the international uh, level too so how what's your response what, how you felt like while going to abroad and promoting your culture how much feedback and what more do you expect in the future to do from your end See, I wish to be able to also um, inculcate a better understanding of the traditional art forms of our uh, country, uh, because uh, lots of things uh, that are seen abroad, you know, uh, once again, I don't know uh, when they say uh, Kathak, how much of Kathak are they showing? How much of Kathak are they teaching? I, I don't know. The all those problems exist. So sometimes when you go to such places, you know. uh people always say oh but that kathak was different what we saw and i'm like okay so what do you think kathak is you know munna guruji used to narrate uh, many incidents i mean that's what i said i am nothing imagine a person like him that narrating this thing that you know he would say that um, you know when i performed there and they said oh if this is kathak then what was that so you know you you have those kind of reactions also uh pranami you're on mute Yeah, no, I'm asking that. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm asking, was that so diverse and so different? Yes, I, I can't name the other artists who he was compared to. But imagine if he has uh, seen it, then uh, you know what would a person like us in our generation experience when 
so much is happening with this open free vocabulary of kathak because it is such an inclusive and open free dance form there is much more happening with it than any other classical dance form so that that particular packaging of kathak is completely changing if i can use a modern word but you know whenever you go abroad you, one thing you see is immense respect for artists whether it is financially whether it is emotionally whether it is in their uh, you know welcoming of you whatever so much respect and so much um, thought goes into everything they're very accepting that is the one thing i really feel mm-hmm. that that acceptance is like yeah <laughs> yeah and you know uh, last year mostly we have come across um it's it, it was almost like a slogan that you know stop pay and perform okay ah yeah yes yeah yes. yes okay yeah so we have got actually did there, there are two options into this you know stop pay and perform from my point of view there are two aspects one is that because most of the gurus they take uh, payment and make them perform and the second aspect which i envision is that there are many cultural activists there are many cultural promoters who will give the stage to the artist which i am not against giving the stage to the artist for their own promotions for the promotion of the artist likewise we give advertisements in the newspaper so that because we pay and we give ex- advertisements in a newspaper magazine so that we get a focus and then we get the business similarly the second option that i am telling you i am not against it that i have prepared a platform for you i have paid the auditorium i have paid the light and sound i have printed the invitation cards everything this is a slotted time for you 20 minutes and this is the payment okay personally myself i am not against it but what did do you think about it about the first option is definitely we vote her against because we don't want you know taking payment and making our student perform being a guru but most of the gurus were doing no, no. so that is why that yeah so yeah. that is what the slogan mark that stop payment and stop but what about the second thought that i just gave you what do you think on that see even from uh, students i know uh, gurus like you said and young teachers especially i won't call them gurus they are teachers still it takes a long while to become a guru you know i can call munna guruji guru but i can't call somebody my age guru i can't do that their teacher respected sincere they are also learning they are also evolving and we'll all uh reach there eventually but um, see i understand you know like we were talking pranavi that um, would, if i don't have the finances to support myself but i want to showcase my students also because you know parents have that pressure my students have my children have been learning for so many years why aren't they performing so that kind of pressure also exists so in that case you know i don't feel that you should take money to give them stage no don't do that but yes if for example you have to draw your boundary like let's say it's a costume or let's say it's a music piece you're recording for one of your students specially you know how expensive recording of music is yeah. a small 5 minute piece costs so much so you know if if it's something like that that you know you're helping your student to do but for example i would never charge them for something like that but yes i understand that you know if it, this is something that i'm doing exclusively for them let them pay let them keep it i am providing myself as you know their teacher available over there perfectly fine that is okay with me that is okay so that that aspect is fine the second thing like you said is uh, 
giving us a set stage and asking uh, to pay and perform i'm not too sure that i am uh, in for it uh, because um, i feel the artist has already given so much you know they are doing so much and yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an exchange no both ways yes like specifically it's an exchange both ways if i'm coming and performing for you that is yeah sorry sorry i missed what you were saying no if an organizer is giving you a stage or something like that and you know he's saying okay you know don't pay me anything you come you perform and go back that is okay that is fine with me that you know somebody is preparing like you said somebody is uh, giving me the audience they have procured a stage for which they must have paid the money he's brought a light sound technician so it's all going from his particular pocket so you know if he says that okay this is my seva towards the art you come you do seva to your art and perform on your own and go back that's okay so then both are equitable both are justified but i don't think that as an organization there are many means that the government and the private sector has uh, through you know concessions and um, the uh, norms that have been given to us guidelines that are existing these organizations also take money from them as csr or you know as grants or whatever and then yeah. we also end up paying them uh, you know it doesn't matter to somebody who i just paid 5000 i just paid 5000 okay 5000 is not a big amount you can pay no problem but 5000 one artist like that they must have invited 30 artists yes, but that's going but that's going to carry a long way then exactly exactly so yeah. we can't be accepting of it this is my opinion but having said that a balance can be struck where both benefit from each other without disturbing their pocket or our own pocket that 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 can be come to but pay and give i am not sure that i am in for it at all i don't think that's the appropriate and, and, and i think yes and i think we should also uh, have this thing that pay and watch yes yes people will watch that we must go ahead <laughs> it yeah, could be what is this classical yes it could be a music then there was this uh, when when you mentioning this the this hashtag was trending na don't pay and perform i'm forgetting the exact yes, uh, yes. it was almost uh, i think last year or something it was very yes, trendy yes. social media because online also all this started off na that people were asking yes. you to pay and uh, perform but yes. um, so at that time you know they said no for this but pay and watch you begin that yes. then we will begin pay yes. and perform so first you do that then we will do this so i that's what that's that some somewhere the balance has to be struck between uh, everything and like you said organizer can always charge 200 rupees from their audience and they will at least come somewhere close to whatever they have spent somewhere close i'm not saying exactly expenditure is a lot to organize a concert we all know that i mean it goes in many many digits but uh, at least somewhere no so then you don't have to charge the artist you take it from your audience you you want your uh, burden to be shared that's all mm-hmm. firstly it should not be a burden it's service to the arts and hence you are an organizer 
but yeah yes each one to themselves it's just that i am not accepting of it that's all yeah uh divya thank you so much we have been uh, talking this for a long of almost 45 minutes <laughs> that is why <laughs> but it's always like this and we really love it and that is the reason yes. why friday at 9 we keep it very informal because when we talk open heartedly things will come up we will sh- keep on sharing yeah. you know and for the benefit of arts and artists i really thank you for coming to the amrpali magazine and thank you, you so much so so young you have your to your credit quite a bit of honors you know you have been a tedx really speaker time. too <laughs> you have been a tedx really speaker too which is, which is really uh, admirable and uh, like i said that you have been a panel with the iccr ministry of external affairs and also a graded artist of the durudarshan class and tedx speaker which is really mm-hmm. admirable and i thank you uh no, i thank you and no i thank you and i hope this is the beginning of a beautiful uh, association yes. uh, with you and amrapali yes, but uh, i also feel that you know we've spoken so much about the finance and sustainability and the reality of arts but we must not forget we must not forget that art is a expression it is actually surrender it is love and it is the spirituality that it brings to each of us as artists and audience and if we keep that in mind i'm sure lots of problems practical problems that we face will slowly start finding a solution so we must keep this particular aspect in mind that this is a spiritual path for all of us that's all yes we have geeta goswami if you know her she says my mother <laughs> see how techy your parents are Oh, check the reality. That's what I said. Now, this is the beauty. They love this as much as I love it, and that's what makes yeah. this special for all of us in my family. They must that's be so happy, beauty. you know. Your mom must be so happy that accidentally I just wanted her to uh, get rid of her to maybe accomplish her own work, you know. Maybe you know, but these these accidentally have took you to a so high level. Uh, you have been all because of their love and things. Yes. all because of their love and blessings and the blessings of the gurus so thank you so much thank you thank to all the audience members and um, i hope to be with you again soon thank you so much thank you, thank you so much thank you and to all thank the you. viewers watching us thank you so much for your time and coming online and chatting with divya too and i'm really so happy divya for coming with us and sharing her thoughts uh, like uh, i say always that who wants to maybe you know promote the ones whom they know have been working really hard uh, on their part to promote art and culture please uh, log in to the link that has been scrolling down go to the amarpali magazine.online/book-online and you can uh, book any of your preferable slot and we are sure going to connect with that particular artist thank you all everybody for being with us thank you good night